Hey guys, welcome to Real Talk with Rach. Coming at you from Fort Knox, Kentucky, here for Army schooling, a couple of weeks away. Um, most adult time I've had in almost two years. So it's been interesting and has me definitely reflecting on the joys of parenting as I watch my sister manage two babies um, from afar. So for those of you who are listening and are parents, you are totally going to know what I'm talking about when I talk about the joys of parenting. For those of you who are not parents, I hope I don't scare you away from becoming one. So let's just talk about some joys that have happened, right? I was in labor with Abel for about 56 hours. Went into labor Tuesday afternoon at the end of work and didn't end up having Abel until about midnight on Thursday, um, 11.54 p.m. on Thursday, actually. And wouldn't you know that one of the first things this little boy does while snuggling this brand new perfect little baby, he poops on me. Welcome to motherhood. Shit right out the gate. And you know, here's the thing about reflecting on the joys of being a new mom. As I think about stories and funny occurrences, it seems like a lot of them revolve around bodily fluids. So, My relationship with Abel, physical relationship at least after he's born, begins with him pooping on me, then continues with Abel in one of his very first little on-the-counter bath moments. He's all clean. He's so cute. Proceeds to poop in the water. Literally, like, you know, nursing poops. They're just messy. Well, they're not any cleaner when you put them in the water. So that bath time got redone. And then we went through this phase where he would just like projectile vomit all over me at like 2 a.m. right after nursing to the point where I'd have to call my husband in there and hand him the baby to change the baby while I went and changed my clothes and come back in and then re-nurse the baby and put him down just to go to bed smelling like curdled milk. So sorry, baby. I'm sure that was really, really sexy to sleep next to. And while we're talking about sleep, what is that? What is sleep anyways? I don't know how your babies are, but my baby got the worst traits of both my husband and I, and he sleeps like his dad, meaning he doesn't. This boy, some nights would be up every 15 minutes nursing. There are lots of times that it was awake four or five times a night, and even at almost two years old, it's pretty consistently at least one wake up per night. So I'm waiting for that to switch because honestly, while I don't go to bed smelling like curdled milk very often anymore, there's still a lot of not so much sleeping. And while we're talking about the sleeping, Abel's got a new game. So when I put him to bed, he'll do this thing now where he lays down and I will sit on his floor and wait for him to go to sleep and then he'll peek up over the side of his crib and stare at me. And when I say, Abel, none night, Abel, lay down, 
he lays down and he says, ha ha, and he goes back to sleep. Or so I think until he's popped up again and it's this little game of peekaboo, usually only lasts three or four times until I very sternly have to say, Abel goes na night. And then usually we're done. But I got to say, I'll trade the pop-up peekaboo game for the constant nursing. So at least we're a little bit more freedom, a little bit less touched out. And we have stopped nursing every hour to hour and a half around the clock to the point where it was just easier to walk around with him attached, like all the time. Why not? As Abel has gotten more of a personality, more mobile, um, more independent, we've experienced a whole nother level of what I'll call funny moments, such as peeing alone. Is that a thing? Do parents ever get to that point? Have any of you ever actually used the bathroom with your children home and not had them stare at you? Abel's favorite thing, let's sit on your lap while you pee. And if I can't sit on your lap, definitely laying on the floor of the bathroom throwing a fit. I don't know what it is. He can want nothing to do with me until I go to the bathroom. He will follow me in there, say, Mama Potty, and then proceed to demand to sit on my lap. I don't know if that's his way of saying he wants to sit on the potty. I don't know. All I do know is that privacy, completely gone. Any sense of space, your bubble, totally, totally gone. And while we're on the topic of busting in on personal privacy, you ask the older brothers, hey, can you watch him for five minutes? I'm going to just take a quick shower. No later than three seconds after you've gotten in the shower, there's a little boy pitter-pattering in, busts open the shower door, and climbs in the shower with you because he would like to take a shower. And when you ask your 13 and 14-year-old about it, they say, uh, last I knew he was in the kitchen. I didn't know he went in there. Listen, I asked you to watch him for five minutes so that I could wash my hair with two hands, not one, and so that I did not have to clean up turds out of the shower because you guessed it, he pooped in the shower while in my arms and laughed about it. Because in Abel's world, that's funny. Now, watching them grow their own little personalities and really start acting on it is fun and hilarious and also sometimes mind-blowing. Abel went through a whole couple of weeks where there was no unzipping of the coat. Don't you dare take that off me. I don't care if I'm sweating like crazy. That if you tried to unzip it, he would immediately throw off it and say, zip, zip. And same thing went for taking off his hat or his shoes. Shoes on, shoes on. And that was a really good time because, of course, that, that would happen while it was hot out. So I know that I trained him well all winter. You have to have a coat and a hat to go outside. But now that it's summertime, I'd like him to let go of it. We tried to transition to a baseball hat instead of a stocking hat. No dice. 
we are not interested unless you let him choose his clothes. So one of Abel's favorite things to do is pick his outfits. And he does pick some pretty good ones. But my favorite of all time has got to be his bunny stocking hat, a bright orange shirt with a bright blue coat, his little rain jacket, bright orange swimming trunks that barely fit, tall blue and yellow socks that went up to his knee, his boots, and then don't forget you got to grab your toothbrush because you got to carry your toothbrush with you. Oral hygiene is important. Brush your teeth. And he insisted on going to daycare like that. Now, I will tell you, this was before Easter, and it was 21 degrees outside. And I tried desperately to convince him not to wear swim trunks, but until I put his swim trunks on, he would just take his clothes right back off. So, I sent him to daycare in swim trunks, 21 degrees, packed pants along, and said, good luck. That's your battle, not mine. Also, when other people watch your kids, it's amazing, and you get that little break. And then sometimes they teach your kids bad things, naughty things. For instance, playing catch with the ball up and down the stairs is delightful until Abel comes home and then decides that everything should be thrown down the stairs. So he will literally walk up to the baby gate and chuck anything and everything he can over the side of the stair rail and down the stairs. Could be mama's shoes, could be a can of baked beans, could be every single toy from his toy box. It really doesn't matter. If it fits, Abel throws it over. Some things he's not able to lift, you know, his ride-along horsey and his Lego dump truck so far have survived because he can't get it up and over the baby gate. But this was an ongoing thing in the house that we just uh, let everything get to the bottom of the stairs. When he's out of toys, he's out of toys. So far, we've been pretty lucky. Nothing's actually broken. But uh, if you're ever looking for something, you know, the remote, your cell phone, your sunglasses, the mail, anything. You're ever looking for anything? First check the bottom of the stairs. Because honestly... That's probably where it is. Not all joys of parenting are bad, though. I mean, some are really good. Abel is at my sister's for the next couple of weeks, and she got him to finally say, I love you, Mama, which is adorable. They also say other adorable things, he and Hadley. They were riding in the car, and... Abel decided he was thirsty for some milk, so he started asking for milk. Abel wants milk. Hadley decided she was also thirsty. Hadley wants water. No, Hadley wants juice. To which Becca replies under her breath, Mama wants a beer. And Hadley echoes, Mama wants a beer! Mama wants a beer! On repeat, because why would that not be the thing they repeat? Earlier today... Becca and Hadley and Abel riding in the car again. And Hadley was being kind of sassy. And instead of calling Becca mom, called her Becca. So Becca says in response, no, Hadley, you call me mom. 
you call me mama. And Hadley says, no, I call you Becca. So Becca responds with, no, you call me mom. Mom's the boss. And Hadley proceeded to go back and forth with her about, Hadley's the boss. Abel's the boss. No, mama's the boss. So sometimes they're little echoes of what we say and do, which is delightful because if you have any bad habits, your kids will definitely bring those into light. I don't know if any of you have road rage. I don't really have road rage. It's more um, annoyance with my garage. So when we pull in the driveway, for whatever reason, the garage door opener never works on the first click. And I say, come on. To the point that now when we pull up to the garage before I've even had a chance to click the button, Abel says, come on. I've been working to change that. So far, not a lot of luck. But it is pretty cute to hear them echo things back in their little mini voices and know that they are picking up everything you're putting down. So all in all, parenting, actually pretty awesome. Making a whole new person for this world is pretty phenomenal. And the amount of love that I have for that little boy is insurmountable. Couldn't even explain it to you if I tried. But you know that we got to wrap up with another joy of parenting moment. When Abel was about 10 months old, he decided that he didn't want to sit still for diaper changes anymore. So you literally have to wrestle him to the ground, have his big brothers or somebody else pin him down and change him. Well, a couple months later, still wrestling Abel, unless you get his permission to change his diaper, that is. And he's pooped his pants, so he needs a diaper change. Well, I prepare, got him pinned down, I'm working on changing his pants. The little guy gets away from me and proceeds to rub poop all over the living room carpet. Like, smear it in, get it on his little gymnastic stairs, everything. I am chasing this little boy through the house, no diaper, covered in poop. That was my life. So rather than having a nice relaxing time at the end of the night after he went to bed, because he went to bed about three minutes later, because mama was done. Well, instead, I got to clean poop out of the carpet. And I thought those days were over when we stopped having pets. So, joys of parenting. If you are a parent, I know you feel me. If you're not a parent, I'm telling you, just have the kids. It's really not that bad. We say all these things and we tell you all these horrifying stories, but these are tiny moments out of the entire day and they don't happen every day. So most of the time it's giggles and laughter and all sorts of love and just a little bit of shit mixed in. <laughs>